11 o'clock, straight up. On a live imaging Tuesday. And a Lakers reaction Tuesday makes possible by our friends at Michael Ultra, Travis and Sliwa. Yes, the Lakers season, it is a final. I toned it down there for you. Because today's a day of therapy. We've got exit interviews. We're going to bring you the sound. Of course, we are your home of Lakers basketball. It'll be another push to Banner 18 next season, Slee. Playoff Slee will return. Right now, off-season Slee, and then eventually preseason. Preseason Slee? It's only four months away. Pre-Slee? Pre-Slee. <laughs> off-sleezing Slee? Who did that? Somebody oh put that gosh. on there. No, somebody, I forget who it was. It could have been Francis. Probably. Somebody did. I'm like, God, oh, it's pretty But you long. know Memorial Day is only, what, a week away? No, it's this weekend, yeah. right? Yeah. And that begins then. After Memorial Day, your summer, 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 summer station and summertime slee for a summer of 710. You ready for that? <laughs> Not really. A lot of summer. Not really. And then, yeah, we got the Mandy's. Plus, we got the Nuggets. Did you see ESPN posted last oh, no. night oh, about no, Jokic happened? being drafted during the Taco Bell commercial? Oh, <laughs> how good was that? <laughs> I didn't see that. And right, that brings had... us full circle wait, wait, to our you see did... Serbian music rejoin. <laughs> did you see, was it on SportsCenter? you see no, something on it Twitter? Was, it was on Instagram. I saw last night on the show. So on Twitter, it's the same thing. It's like Unreal. a burrito with cheese. <laughs> like they're stretching the cheese and Joker's in the background. <laughs> like, it was great. <laughs> those melty cheese burritos. Yeah, from Taco good. Bell. It was great. Yeah, I haven't had bad. one. No, I not the bad. actual, the the at the Twitter portion was great. Not the burrito. My Taco Bell order I was talking about the order <laughs> my order is pretty consistently basic which like is? I, I enjoy the soft taco funny. crunchy taco and nachos bel grande every once in a while yeah and a quesadilla the crunchy tacos at taco bell are not bad no not, not at all not but at I, all. I still miss the days when it was like 39 cents when they had the song the taco bell rock song <laughs> if you love tacos no 59 say 59 cents yeah there you I'll go take four <laughs> How good oh, there, look at that. How good so he's got a sleep pointed to the camera. Incredible. It's ESPN content. We own it. Incredible. How good is that? It does look good. Okay, that's relax. <laughs> this guy, he just, he, literally, he's well, my on favorite, the way home. My favorite part is when I was describing it. Like you started focusing in my eyes. I'm yeah. like, what's he doing? Well, and then you're like, so tell cheese. me more about what the burrito was. Is that, a, melted cheese? is that a cheesy gordita crunch? <laughs> that could be I one of their stuffed it. grilled burritos. I didn't even know that was a thing, but it okay. Is. It is. <laughs> Travis and Sliwa, a Tuesday continues right now. And Jokic is good, too. Don't, I mean, don't get me wrong. I know that he's good. But when he's hidden the behind best a beefy, cheesy, stretchy burrito, who you doesn't didn't even want notice that? him. You're like, I don't even see I him. I noticed him second, just not first. You see the background, I see the foreground. That's how it works. Uh, exit interviews taking place right now. Yep. Uh, a couple of quick notes here. Um, Rob Polis is from all from Dave McMenamin. Rob Polinka says that he and Darvin Ham did not have their exit interview with LeBron James today. They expect to do it in the coming days. Polinka says James has earned the right to reflect on his career and where he wants to go with it, calling him quote human. And at this point, and and this is an inflection point. Uh, Polinka on keeping the roster together next season quote. Keeping that continuity is going to be very important. That's a high priority to keep our core players together. Uh, Polinka said that continuity is key. Quote, we're incredibly proud of this group. Keeping that continuity is going to be very important. We ultimately got knocked out by a team that has great continuity. That's a high priority for us. We feel like we have a special group of players. That's from Mike uh, Trudell. Okay, so let's start with that. The continuity, both. Polinka mentioned it a couple of different times. Yep. The Lakers have good chemistry, and, and and I don't want to just throw cold water on Russell and Vanderbilt and Bamba and Beasley and those guys, but 
what the Lakers got going in that last part of the season that they took through the Western Conference Finals was a really good team that had very good chemistry. And it and, and I think the most important word there, Al, mm-hmm. is they had a good team. They didn't just have a collection of good players. They had good players on the team, but it was a team. Complimented Austin, e- each Austin other. Reeves fits mm-hmm. into that team. Rui Hachimura fits <clears throat> into that team. That they they started to have that continuity and that chemistry together that Palenka is talking about, that the Miami Heat very clearly have, that the Denver Nuggets very clearly have, that a team like the Warriors during their run very clearly had. They have an identity, they have a culture, they have something that works for them. Kyrie Irving would be the opposite of that. That is a huge name, an incredible talent, a star player who has been radioactive to culture every single place that he's gone, except for Denver, which, you know, it, there was none of the crazy Kyrie stuff. It was just didn't uh, Dallas, work. you mean, right? I'm sorry, yeah. Dallas, yep. yeah. It just, it just didn't work for basketball stuff. They just had two really good players that didn't complement each other particularly well. Yeah. But Kyrie is the opposite of continuity. He's the opposite of chemistry. He's talent. That's why every time I hear his name, you see me, There's my brain starts firing. Half of it's like best content in the world for a talk radio host, Kyrie Irving. And as somebody who wants to see the Lakers win, not in a million years. So I, I'm going to – I think there's a couple things that are safe to say. One of the things that's safe to say is that the Lakers put together a good team like you mentioned. And that team had a ceiling. And whether this team overachieved or, no, this is what they were, Mm -hmm. and now you could find a couple tweaks here and there, we'll have to wait and find out. But I think it's fair to say they don't have enough talent, I think, to beat the Denver Nuggets. And as other teams in the Western Conference, maybe it's – Memphis is a bad example. Maybe Golden State goes and makes a move this summer or they get some more size. Okay, that could be a problem. Maybe Sacramento just becomes a better team because of what they're building. Um, think of some other teams in the Western Conference. Well, th- th- I'm, OKC I'm is going to be better. OKC will be a little bit uh, be, be a little bit better. And the only reason why I'm, New Orleans could potentially be good if Zion if they're healthy, gets on the court, right? If they're healthy, talent becomes the question. How do you get more talented? Mm-hmm. Because Austin Reeves was great. Rui Hachimura was great. There were some other players that didn't play up to their capability. Do you want those players back or do you not? Let me give you an example. Malik Beasley, there is a team option on Beasley for $16 million next year. Do you want $16 million going to Malik Beasley? I don't. I, I'd prefer not to as well. Um, I'll give another example. Vanderbilt probably back, but $4.5 million. Not fine. a big deal. It's fine. fine. Right? And he actually showed that he had some value. Agreed. Um D'Angelo Russell made $31 million this year. He's a free agent next year. He's a free agent next year. Uh-huh. If you're going to need more talent, I'm not telling you go get Kyrie tomorrow. But what I'm telling you is they don't have enough talent, in my opinion, especially Braun's going to get a year older. Anthony Davis continues to tell us, guys, I'm a really, really good NBA basketball player. But I want you to know, I can't give you what you... Don't compare me to any of these other bigs. Joker was running circles around AD this series. Yep. Maybe he's a bad example because Joker he's the best player could the be league. the best player in the NBA. Yeah. But he has his ceiling of what Anthony Davis is. They're going to eventually need to add more talent. Yes. However they get there, I don't think they have enough talent, even if they brought back Rui and Austin Reeves and some of these other players. I, you're right, but that talent cannot be Kyrie Irving. It can't oh, can be. be. It, it can't be. Well, yeah. if they If they want to... Be a championship team. This is 
the Russell Westbrook thing all over again for different reasons. This is a terrible idea. He will do something crazy. Do you know how I know? He always does something crazy. Everyone's thrilled to see him leave when he leaves. That's not a one place. It's not at two places. It's in his third place. It's happened over and over again. You're right, Al. They need to find some talent. They need to find a place where they can add scoring. They need to find a place where they can add a lot of depth. But what you can't do is sacrifice what you do have, which is the bones of a good team. you got to get better. I agree with you. And this is why Rob Palenka has a challenge on his hands. Because it's not just easy as, I'll take this star guy or that star guy. you got to find the pieces that fit. Sure, sure. you got to find the pieces that will allow Austin Reeves to continue to be Austin Reeves. Maybe he gets a little bit better. I don't think that's out of the question. That you got a guy in Rui Hachimura who, instead of having him for a few months, you got him a whole season. Maybe that elevates. Maybe he becomes a better player. you got to keep the bones of your team, 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 team together. Because this idea of just throwing star guys at it, and here, and then there's the whole second layer of this, yeah. which is if LeBron wants to do it, doesn't mean you automatically have to do it. You, you, if, if you like it, sure, great. But this is one of these times of, look, I know that you like Kyrie Irving, and I'm just speculating here. Yeah. But if he really wants him and you don't, and I'm not saying that Rob does or doesn't, but let's, for the sake of this argument, say he does not want to do that, mm-hmm. then you don't need to do it. You do not need to bend over backwards to acquiesce to what he wants. We've already seen the beginning of this. i got a lot to think about. That's coming sooner than later. His days of best player on a championship game are, are over. Mm-hmm. You're going to have to give him some help. And if it doesn't work, what do you have after that? You need to think about those things right now. For the first time in a long time, it's not whatever he wants he gets. you really got to think about who you're bringing in, and that includes Kyrie. I, I think the Lakers will clearly I, – I don't. maybe I'm wrong on this. I think their window, they're looking at it from – listen, when LeBron decides he's done, if LeBron decided tomorrow he's done playing basketball, he's never going to play again, obviously they're going to have to reshuffle the whole deck. Mm-hmm. Um, if LeBron is done in a year, they're going to have to reshuffle the deck in a year. And I think there li- there is a little bit of this, whatever moves we make, let's make it short term. And I'm not telling you that that's... But you, you can't build something long term when someone that important isn't going to be around long term. Yeah. So I think what you're describing is... And I, I, don't, I don't think we have to... Listen, I don't think it's a coincidence that Kyrie Irving's at, been at a couple of, of these not. games, right? Of course it's okay. not. Last year at the trade deadline, the Lakers, it looked like they were trying to get Kyrie Irving, right? It wasn't uh, – if Dallas doesn't make the move they want, it had more to do with Brooklyn not wanting to trade um, Kyrie to where he wanted to go. So I think it had more to do with that. But I, I think big picture for the Lakers right now – I don't think they're thinking three, four years down the road. If Kyrie Irving, for example, wanted a four-year deal with the Lakers, I'm with you. That's insane. That's insane. And that's probably what he's going to ask for. If Kyrie Irving is coming to the Lakers... And it's probably something that he'll get somewhere. I think so. Yeah, I think so too. I think he probably will. So I, I get the whole don't accommodate to LeBron James, but you don't have to accommodate to LeBron James long-term. You're just accommodating over this window that you're in. Here's Brian Windhorst on the idea of Kyrie Irving potentially coming to the Lakers. In high likelihood, if he were to leave the Dallas Mavericks, he's looking at taking less than his max salary, okay? And um, that is one of the big reasons why he forced his way out of Brooklyn was because they were not willing to pay him the salary he wanted. So you'd be talking about him 
making a departure from his actions uh, in the past. Okay, so that max salary that Wendy's talking about right there, if you got to pay Reeves what his and he's going to get paid this offseason, mm-hmm. you got to keep Hachimura if these are priorities that you have and you got to go super, you know, huge contract with Kyrie. Now you're talking about a really tricky financial puzzle as well that if Kyrie really wants to come to the Lakers and the Lakers really want to have Kyrie, there has to be some sort of economic give on somebody's point yeah. to get that done because you can't pay everybody. It, it doesn't work like that. You can't just take every good player that you want. There's a, there's caps, Kyrie there's may penalties. not want to do that either. Right. That That's what I mean. That yeah. it, because, look, he's not an older player, but he's missed a lot of time, and yeah. this is probably his last chance to get that super bag, right, that we're talking about, that sure. really big sure. deal. Mm-hmm. And the NBA, by the way, your money's guaranteed. Once he gets it, he gets it, and then you can kind of force your way to her or else you want to Figure go. it out from there. But if he burns another bridge, whether it's in Dallas or L.A. or anywhere else, that bag is probably less likely to come around. There's a quote from Palenka here. I'd say this resoundingly clear. Our intentions are to keep our core of young guys together. Um, I, I just I think of that, and I, I, I think of the, the players that we're talking about, right? The, D'Angelo Russell is the one that stands out the most to me. He's considered one of your young core players. The question is going to be... You think Russell's in that group? I, I I don't think it's possible for him to. You don't think that means Reeves and Hachimura and those guys, and not Russell because Russell's not, not a young. He's not an old player. But he's 26. not a young player. I think yeah. Delo's in that mix of of those players. By the way, there there are. If, God, that'd be a bad idea. But, but, but bad no, no, idea. no. But here's the thing: there are advantages to keeping him I, on your roster. You're talking about and, flexibility, and, yes. and moving him on. They, That's they might a not have Trav. They might not have a choice. They might say, "Listen." We'd rather have D'Angelo Russell on our roster than not having him on there. And then then we have our flexibility to do whatever we want from there. Maybe make a trade at the trade deadline, whatever if it is. If that's their thinking, fine. I'm sure. Mm-hmm. I, I can get on board with the... You don't want him to just walk away. That does no, nothing for your team. I, I understand that, but it also... I do not want them to use him as a... Oh, no, no, this is going to be different this time. If they're using it as a, as a chess move... Fine, I, I I can live with that. I think that's the only way you can. I think that's I really do because there is financial benefits to a roster when he's already on your team of not going over the cap. Like you lose that money if if D'Angelo Russell's just gone. So how real? Let's do a LeBron, sign and trade. How real are LeBron James's thoughts about maybe walking away from the NBA? We'll get into that next. It's Travis Lee, seven ten, ESPN. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jet's signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jet's Pizza. Better because it has to be. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. 
I believe this is a Serbian music rejoin, producer Taylor tells me, on a live imaging Tuesday. Mm. It's not quite the pony, is it? Well, we, got, I, we have to mature better. from the pony <laughs> yeah. for a year or two. The pony, Don't expect to see the pony at the Mandy's. No? No. no. We're oh, beyond we, that. that. We've got to grow. I was looking forward to it. Well, there might be video, <laughs> but we've got to grow. Into, maybe it is a, a Serbian. Could be. It could be. By the way, you went to this show, didn't you, at the Hollywood Bowl? I go every year. I haven't missed it since 93. And the reason we're playing this is because it's a bit going back to when Joker was drafted during a Taco Bell commercial. Nikola Jokic was taken 40-something. And the next day, Slee said something like (laughs) Serbian hits or something. And, of course, we then did a Serbian music rejoin for three months. And now Trav has been going to the Hollywood Bowl since 93. Locked. By the no, way, if you walk into a restaurant in the in the San Fernando Valley and you hear this playing, mm-hmm. you know the food's going to be good. And if you walk into a club and you hear this music playing, you know there you could find anything you want. Basically, <laughs> you can do a finance deal, <laughs> or you know you can get some party You're filing stuff. your Other taxes things. at the club. I don't yeah, think they're doing that, that there. They're get not that doing done that too. There. Everything cash under the table. For the table. Cash under the table for the table. You're waiting. 11.21. I'm surprised it took that long. Well, we got a lot of stuff on the stack today. It is a Lakers reaction Tuesday. The season's over, Jack, but we're going to react all day long. Keep checking back. We're your therapy today. Okay, you want to lay down and just tell us about your problems? We'll tell you, listen, AD probably can't fix them at this point, but we're here for you all day long. Probably can't fix them. Session is like nine hours, too. It's a long session today. What a season. Honestly. When this all began, we didn't think we were going to ever have that. We thought we'd be done in April, so we'd be on vacation, splashing around with Rookie the Dog. <laughs> okay, here's a here's a good one. When we were in probably January, I'd have people hit me in Twitter. Hey, are you guys real, really still running the... Uh, Push to Banner 18. Banner 18. Yeah. And then there we freaking were. Stuck with it. Right. Damn it. Those banner, the the push for banner number 18 they was were, relevant all the way to last night. They were fighting for play-in position I know. until the last week of the season. I know. It wasn't until, what, like two or three games left where you're like, all right, they're 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 in for sure. That they got as far as they did is remarkable. And guess what? If you're one of our listeners, our fans out there, that didn't have the guts to believe in the king and the purple and gold, if you were gutless in January tweeting Slee, hey, pull that promo. Morales doesn't know what he's doing. (laughs) You didn't match our energy. You didn't match in our passion. You got to match us when we tell you it's all going to be okay next season. Maybe. Maybe. (laughs) Because we've won 17 of these, sucker, and we're going to get 18 next season. Right, Slee? We got a long way to go. We got a long way to go. See how the off season yes. kind of comes to. Uh, you know what? Got a long way I'm to go. I'm with you on this. Yeah, I, I I'm with you on this. But it's not an absurd conversation that it may have seemed like a year ago. It did seem absurd a year mm-hmm. ago. It doesn't seem absurd now. But there's also a long way to go. Just because they had a great season from where they started to where they ended does not mean that they are inches away from punching their ticket. They're, they've got a lot of work to do. There are eight callers in front of you. <laughs> Travis and Slee, like, continues. You're Tuesday right now. It's like the Disney help desk. Only that instead of that, makes me hallucinate. It would be Pirates of the Caribbean <laughs> and and uh, Small World. <laughs> Just playing on a you know the worst endless is when you're on one of those. And first off, when they start with like, you're there are 21 calls in front of you. I'm like, I'm not getting on until tomorrow, but you have to do it. The worst is when they give you the updates. It's like there's 17 callers in front of you, and then five minutes goes by. 
there's 16 callers in front of me. No, we can't. It never How jumps. is that one person taking so long? It never goes from 17 to 12. No. It, you hit every last yes. number along the way. Uh, Chris mentioned that there will not be a pony at the Mandy's, which is deeply upsetting, but there will be awards at the Mandy's. Yep. And you can vote for Al, me, Taylor, Emily. You go to ESPNLA.com to vote for your Mandy's choices. Of course, it's presented by Power Pro Plumbing. Our people. Voting ends on May 31st, so get it done ASAP. If you haven't done it, just go do it right now. Just go do it right now, ESPNLA.com. I can walk you through it. Mandy's. ESPNLA.com. There's a tab there right when you get on there that has the Mandy's. Click on that, and then literally you're in. You could start voting for um, all the different uh, awards out there. It's all presented by Power Pro Plumbing. Let's try a phone call. It's right, right here. Let's go to the 909 in Riverside. And Nick, Nick, you're on with Travis Lee. What's up, Nick? Hey, how you guys doing? So um, before the playoffs, I think all of us could probably envision in some way that there's like seven different teams that could legitimately win the championship. Um, and when you're – I think that speaks to how good executives have gotten over the years. And uh, I think the super team era is over. I think you need two stars and then a bunch of really good guys uh, that fit with those guys. And that's why I think Rob Palenka has a big uh, task ahead of himself. And, um, you know, uh, I like uh, prioritizing Reeves. And I know Brooke Lopez is a free agent next year. I would love if the Lakers could get Brooke Lopez. Um, and also, one more thought. I was wondering if you guys uh, had any thoughts of how we would compete against the Denver Nuggets if uh, we made the Miles Turner and Buddy Hill trade. It seems like such a long time ago that that trade seemed to be at the forefront of what the Lakers could pause. It goes back to like pre-Westbrook trade when that seemed to be – it was kind of yeah, one was of those one of those Yeah, one of those trades were going to go down. I, I want to go back to something he said at the beginning of that where the Lakers do feel like they're in the mix of teams that can compete for a championship next year. That's yep. really good news. The, the good news is the Lakers are in the mix of teams that can cha- challenge for a championship – the bad news is the Lakers are in the mix of teams that can challenge for a championship because it does feel like there are eight, nine, ten teams that look. The Miami Heat are going to go to the finals. They were not only the eighth seed in the Eastern Conference playoffs; they kind of just puttered around most of the year. They really never caught fire until they got into the postseason and been as good as they have. There will be some teams in the West that were good this year that will be probably less than next year. The Warriors might be at the top of that list. There's going to be some teams that were not particularly strong that will be better. Nobody, we'll see what happens with the Nuggets if they win the championship or not. They'll be one of the heavyweights, but it's still a very open field, which is both good news and bad news. The good news is you're one of the the field. The bad news is you're going to have to beat four or five other teams that think that they're in the mix as well. I want to... You mentioned going back. I'm going to say this too. I don't think super teams are dead. Mm-mm. I just think it's you know how you go into the you got to put together the right roster. Super teams that were put together and had the right fit. This is a bad example, but I'll give it. LeBron, Dwayne Wade, and Chris Bosh. Why is that a bad example? They all fit really well together. The only the only reason why it's bad is they all took less money. It was I think each one were making sixteen, sixteen, and sixteen, which sure. is insane to hear, but. They took less money to make it happen. It doesn't mean that the Mavericks can't win a championship like they did. It doesn't mean that the Raptors can't win a championship like they did. KD joining the Golden State Warriors, if he was still there today, they'd probably have six NBA championships. It's not that they're dead. It's do you have the right pieces that fit together? And then, just as important, 
do you still have role players that you can put together? Depth is important. He mentioned depth behind AD. I think that's one of the things that you have to get squared away. It doesn't have to be like they had to play Tristan Thompson last night. That's how thin they were at depth at that position. That's how little trust they had, and also the other players for sure. They didn't that's lose a huge part else. of it. That's a huge part of it. Mm-hmm. There isn't a way to win a title. We've had teams, the Warriors, the Bucks. We're going to have a team this year win the NBA championship. You've had super teams that were kind of cobbled together, like the Lakers, like the Heat, that have gone and won championships. There isn't one way to do it. The the only thing all of these teams have in common is that the pieces make sense together. That's what it is. You can buy the pieces off the street. They just got to snap together. Yeah. They can't be just three different things that are all good, but go together. Like you're not putting barbecue sauce on your sushi. Barbecue well, sauce is good. Sushi's good. They don't go well together. But that doesn't that doesn't that the Kyrie thing, I'm assuming for you, has nothing to do with talent because no. there is a fit. Kyrie would fit his game fits. His game fits. The question his is, Kyrie personality toxicity does yeah. not. That yeah. his commitment well, you can't to have everything. T- <laughs> yeah, can't. I would prefer. You know what word I don't want to have a guy associate. The, the word I don't want to associate with a guy that I'm going to go give a lot of money to. Toxic. That's it. No, no. You, you know. Like, for instance, you know what? Ron Artest was strange. Meta was was odd. Yeah. He wasn't toxic necessarily. He was just a kind of his own guy. He just kind of did his. But Kyrie comes in. Have you in, seen him finish with his left and, and his the, right? Yeah, I have. I've also seen where the Nets. Just the left and the right. Where the Brooklyn Nets are like, thank <clears throat> God he's gone. Where yeah. the Celtics are like, thank God he's gone. Where the Cavs were like, we'll take Isaiah okay, Thomas. That's a lot of examples. We'll take we Isaiah. Don't need, we don't need Slee, a list of examples. The other Isaiah Thomas. Not the one in the Hall of Fame, the other one. They did that. Factor Cap coming up next. Travis Lee, 710 ESPN. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Hey guys, and just in case you're wondering, my best friend who lives in Denver did text me yesterday and she and I, I texted her. Oh, I right. said, good game. Uh, like a little handshake thing. And she said, are you going to root for the Nuggets? And I was like, absolutely not. No, I can't do that. <laughs> I am just going to root for a good series and I'm not going to specifically root for either team probably. I have, this is kind of one of the weird things. And I've, I have I got actually a lot of Laker fans. It doesn't happen often. I think we talked a little bit about this yesterday. A lot of Laker fans kind of saying the, eh, nothing but respect to the Nuggets. Wow, that's a really good team. If, if Denver won the whole thing, there isn't a player on there that I'm like, I can't stand that guy. I don't like this guy. I have no problem with them they're, winning they're, the whole thing. They're not a team that you hate. There's, not, you there's nothing really hateable about them. And the reason I think Laker fans, I don't want to say are okay with it, but it wasn't close. You know, It's not like in the mm. seventh game they hit a three at the buzzer. And it's like, it could have been us. They swept you. Yeah, they, they swept you. And it's like, yeah, okay. They're, but likable guys, too. Yeah, there's really no one it's on that team. good basketball. Yeah, and they play hard. Yeah. <laughs> and they play really hard. All right, so uh, I'm going to go back to Sunday where uh, we had the Succession episode, the penultimate mm. episode of the, of the series of Succession. But this is not a spoiler, but at one point, Cousin Greg 
gets out of his car because there's a big traffic jam and he rides his little city bike to the funeral where he has to go and, you know, he wants to be a pallbearer. Front right. Yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> so if you got caught in traffic and you had to be somewhere, you would get out of your car and scooter. So it, like say you're stuck here in downtown, you see one of those scooters over yeah. there, you would, you would race the scooter to LA Live or wherever you needed to be. Travis, Fetter Cap. Okay. Hmm. Fact, I mean, fact, if I had to, I would do it, but I would be thinking much more along the lines of Cousin Greg and be looking for a bicycle rather than a, a, a bird scooter or a lime yeah. scooter. Those things look like they're just waiting for me to get killed on. Right, I, I, I can't. I'm waiting kids, for you to change your answer. My kids have those razor scooters, right? Yep. And and I've tried to ride even. And this was when 20 years ago, when they first started having them, I couldn't ride one of those to save my life. Now you are going to motorize it, and it goes 20 miles an hour. Yep. No way. Yeah. No way. Give me the bike. Um. So definitely give me the bike over the scooter. But if I also have the option to just give me nothing in downtown LA, trying to get to LA Live, I'm worried about every driver. I'm worried about every driver in downtown LA. We drive in every single morning. I feel like 8% of the people are paying attention to what's happening on the road. Uh, the last thing I need is anything motorized on my way to catch the Travis and Sliwa show. I will jog if I have to. I'd rather jog just anything but anything motorized. Taylor? I'm with Slee a little bit. So I've used these scooters before. I use them in Venice Beach a few times. But by the time I redownload the app and, you know, get everything figured out with the scooter and how to actually operate it, I think I'd just be a lot better off running and getting there quicker. Are they expensive? I've never I've never I used one. They're Are not, they? but you just, I would just have to re-download the app, which yeah. takes a couple minutes, and you have to well, figure there's, out how there's, to sync it up and all that There's also stuff. an option to purchase bike now. He just gets the bike. He just buys it. <laughs> that's, why buys I, it. that's why I roll. <laughs> all right, so um, a, I watched a TikTok yesterday where I don't think this is exactly a happy marriage, but the daughter was telling the story of her mom and her dad. And uh, for Mother's Day... She and her sister, so the two daughters, did everything for the mother. Dad didn't want to do anything, just complained, oh, I can't do it because I'm busy, oh, all this stuff. And they booked a winery, like, visit, you know, like a little reservation, and he didn't even attend. He had an off day. He didn't even go to Mother's Day. But he also said in the email to the daughter, saying, do not do anything for me for Father's Day or my birthday. Do not get me any gift for Father's Day or my birthday. I don't want anything, so therefore, I'm not going to do anything for anyone else, okay? So, reciprocity there. So... If your parent, your mom or dad, asked you to never plan a party, never give them a gift, never do anything for a big holiday, you would honor their their wishes. Al, Patrick Cap. Cap. It's all BS. Uh, every time my mom is like, oh, I don't want anything, you know, don't do anything. I mean, I, I, she just doesn't want to make anything inconvenient for others. She doesn't want anybody. But when you do it, you could tell she's enjoying the moment. You could tell she's appreciating it. So... I think my mom is lying to me, so I'm going to go. I'm still going to do it, and I am going to take care of her. Trev? I think you got to read the room like Al's saying. that There are people that, for instance, when you say you don't want a bunch of you know fanfare about your birthday, I believe you. I, I think that you don't wouldn't dislike if somebody said, hey, you know, happy birthday, Al, or buy you a beer or yeah. lunch or something. I think you'd be okay, but if you said, I'd really rather not make this a big deal, I believe you. There are some people that want big deals. That's fine, too. And then there's the ones that you described, which is, oh, no, you really don't have to do anything. And I think they mean it, yeah. but it doesn't mean they don't appreciate it if something is done for them. Great way to explain it. And if you do the thing, like my dad, we had his party this weekend, right? Yep. My dad would never, ever want to be the center of attention. He would he would rather expire than ask for mm. something like that. 
But when it happened, I think he enjoyed it. Loved it. I think he had a nice time. So, yeah, you just got to kind of read the room. Taylor? And by the way, that guy wants all of those things. He just doesn't want to have to participate in any of the planning. He doesn't have to pay for it or clean the house. That was his whole thing. He doesn't want to do anything, so therefore don't do anything for me. Right. Uh, For me, I think, yeah, fact. I mean, if my dad went out of his way to say that, then I think he probably would mean it. But I would instead of doing something on his birthday, I might do it like a week after or the same month as his birthday. I could have just, you know, not give him anything at all. That'd be weird. (laughs) Right. I think that, you know, even if they are not asking if they're not going to be a nice person, you should still be nice to them and kind to them because, you know, karma. Well, and it's one of those things like I don't want to participate in this guy doesn't want to participate in Mother's Day. Right. Well, he just doesn't want to participate in Mother's Day. And he thinks that by saying I don't want something that gets him off the hook, it doesn't. You should still if mom wants something for Mother's Day, you need to do it. Even if you don't want Father's Day, it's a bad dad right there. All right, so uh, Charlie Day is getting yeah, dead. In, <laughs> into dead a little beat. bit of heat uh, for something happened at Wrexham. So uh, Charlie Day is obviously friends with Rob McElhaney, who is uh, there on It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia together. But there's a specific rule um, for watching games in Wales. So uh, unlike U.S. fans, you cannot drink alcohol in view of the pitch. So therefore, so like if you're in your seat, if you're in a private box, if you can see the pitch, you can't be drinking alcohol. Hmm. You can have it in like the concourse if you can't see and it. And that's understood by everybody? It's understood. And um, the ban has been in place since 1985. And you can get a hefty fine or be criminally discharged from the ground. Wow. Um, and it can go on your record if it Jeez. happens. So anyway, Charlie Day was caught drinking a beer in, in the private box. But then uh, eventually uh, his friend Rob was like, oh, get off the screen. So this is a BS rule from the from Wales. Taylor, Dr. Cap. Um, Cap, I think they just do things differently over there. I mean, did, haven't they had like, if I'm mistaken, like people yes. be trampled to death and things yes. at games like that? But so also, this is, if it's in view of the pitch, what does it make a difference if you're in the concourse versus in the but, stands? But soccer hooligans are just a different breed. And I mean, they, yeah. they probably have to have some stipulations put in place. Trav? Taylor's on to it's this but is, is it the, for that this is the result of hooliganism gone to 10 out of 10 where there were riots and stampedes and you know literal incredibly so dangerous situations madness, yeah. and I understand the idea of well I can drink it over here but not over here you'd be surprised at how those stupid rules actually work that if it's just mildly inconvenient I'm not going to do it I want to see the match and if I can't see them, especially soccer, it never stops. It's not like an old school baseball game or a football game where there's a lot of time between quarters and whatnot. You want to see it. And if I if you make it just a little inconvenient, it can make a big difference. So I don't think it's a bad rule. Cap. Al? I think I lean towards fact in this. And I'm not one to lean in fact. But I'm just thinking if you're getting a chance to drink the beer in other places, I don't know why it changes everything here. Now, if it's strictly coming down to safety precautions – then that's a different story. And if they've, hey, we learned from our mistake and we got to do this, we see what's happening in other leagues, then I, I get that portion of it. But unless it's not that, I, I have a difficult time saying don't drink in a suite. It's that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just drink in like the hallway next to the suite where you can't see the field at some point. All right. So this is not from me. Okay. I just saw it on my Twitter. So take it up with this person if you don't like what he has to say. So I'm going to play it for you real quick. It's Michael Jr. 
every city that Taylor Swift plays in has promptly had its NBA team get eliminated. This comes on the heels of her being in Philadelphia most recently when they got bounced by the Celtics. She finished up her run three shows in Foxborough this weekend. Taylor Swift has upcoming dates in Los Angeles and in Denver, albeit after the NBA Finals, but will not play in Miami during this tour. The closest Mm. she got was playing shows down in Tampa, but did not make her way all the way down to South Beach. So if you're looking and using that as predictive, congratulations to the 2023 NBA champion Miami. All right. So to add to that, though, much might disprove his point a little bit is that she also didn't perform in Cleveland or won't perform in Cleveland. She also won't perform in Milwaukee. So those are also teams that have been eliminated. But once your team is eliminated, you use any excuse to justify why it's not your team's fault. Uh, Travis, factor cap. Yeah, I, I mean, look, this is where the gods come in, right? Whether it's the Taylor Swift gods or the baseball gods or the umpire gods, the golf gods, the basketball gods, it's hard to just say my team blew it. It's hard to say the guys that I care about came up short, that they choked, that they made a terrible decision. So, of course, you're looking for stupid reasons like baseball gods and Taylor Swift jinxes to explain away your team. Of course. Al? Um, Cap, I think you just uh, I think you just take it on the chin is what it is. You lost. Denver was a better team. I could sit here and make 39 excuses. None of them will matter. I think you just take the L and there's no excuses there. Taylor? I'm a Kings fan, okay? It's always the ref's fault that we lose. <laughs> exactly. It's always their fault. That one you might have an angle on. <laughs> might have an angle on And that their draft picks. <laughs> that, that had something to do with it. Their president of basketball. Yeah, exactly. Ownership isn't too good. Either. And ownership for a long period of time. But this is not an excuse to come after me or Taylor Swift because I play that, okay? I just wanted you to let you know that if there's any tw- Taylor Swift news, I will let you guys know. <laughs> you always Thank do. you. Thank you, that, that is her beat. That is absolutely her beat. LeBron says that he's got a lot to think about. Does he, or is he getting somebody else something to think about? That's next. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN. Yes, indeed. It's a live... I've switched. But first, we're going to listen to the song on a live imaging Tuesday. Don't you remember this song, Slee? Lettuce and cheese. Comes Taylor popping up. I think it gets... Oh. Oh. A young Christopher? Yeah, it was... uh, I I used to tell mom, let's run for the border. Top four on the charts. (laughs) Uh, 97. But I moved in here because I don't want to be around John Ireland today. Like... Ah. So I want to warm up so they the social team can get ready. here for an hour. Yeah. Yeah. We need to prepare for this. (laughs) Why don't you want to be around John? Eh, We got some... There's some bad blood. This doesn't work. I can't see you. You've got like a light head. It doesn't work for me. Plus, also, I kind of like standing better. Yeah. So I think that this might be like we could be build Tom like a Likas? booth. Ba- Whoa. <laughs> Easy. Thank you, Chad. We could build like a, a booth back here. Yeah. And I'm close to Emily. I could like throw stuff oh, yeah. at Taylor. I might get hit when he goes bam. Be, be careful, Emily. It is a final and bam, come out of nowhere. I like this. I can't see him. I need to turn off one of those lights. You can't see him? No. Uh, it's not clear Literally shot. not at all. Clear shot. I kind of threw the phone. Not missing much. (laughs) That is true, Taylor. (laughs) Plus, you know, again, we just got to shake things up sometimes on a live imaging Tuesday. Meanwhile, don't forget, one hour from right now, give or take, around 12.55, Super Crosstalk with Mason in Ireland. And we're reacting all day long on a Reaction Tuesday, thanks to our friends at Mickey Ultra. Right now, more of Travis Slee. Uh, Maybe this mic doesn't sound so great. Does it sound good? (laughs) It It sounds fine. The other one sounds better. I don't want to be around next to John. (laughs) 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 That sounds great. What a jam.
this could be Chris. You could. Do you ever get the subliminal messaging? Right. Not even. This isn't subliminal, but. You heard the commercial, like, yeah, I'm doing that today. Just it's literally that quick that we are one old school Taco Bell commercial away from the full meltdown. No, you can't go. You can't go to Taco Bell. I only do the mild sauce and you dump it in that crunchy taco. I don't do El Scorcho. Or El Scorcho's That's Del Taco. That's Del Taco. What's the hot sauce at uh, Taco Bell? They have the hot, the, the extreme, I think, something like that. Yeah. Might be extreme. But are you, are you having it today? No. No, you can't do it. No? Maybe later. You keep playing that commercial. Like, check back in with me. <laughs> That's back when that bell used to really ring. Sounds oh, see, good. see now, Travis. They're setting up a camera for yeah, over Carlos here. Carlos coming I'm in. Leave the camera because I can't see you. And the sauce packets are mild, hot, fire, fire. and Diablo. Fire. I had it right. So Diablo. there's fire and Diablo. Oh yeah. Have you ever had Diablo, anybody? I have. It's Taco Bell Diablo. It's not Diablo. <laughs> it's not like a real it's, Diablo. It's not Diablo. It's not Helen Ray's no, Diablo. No. no, it is Taco Bell Diablo. But don't you want to taste that lettuce and cheese and the seasoned ground beef? <laughs> seasoned ground beef. <laughs> what do you say, tacos? <laughs> this is going to be the... By the way, we were talking about Mandy's logistics, and before the actual show begins, we're going to have all the shows come out to your musical choice and stuff. I think Travis is going to come out to the Taco Bell commercial. <laughs> Oh yeah, as long that as or the Serbian Taco music, Bell it's one of the come two. Out we got to put them together. A gordita, listening to the music. <laughs> Let's do it. Travis okay. and Sliwa continues right now. Thanks, Chris. Um, so Lakers are out. That's the big news. But right, one A, one okay. line behind it. Subhead: LeBron James contemplates retirement. Right. This is what he said last night after the Lakers were eliminated in four by Denver. I hate to say it's a successful year because I don't play for anything besides winning championships at this point in my career. And um, I, don't really, I don't get a kick out of making a conference appearance. I've done it a lot. And, <laughs> and it's not fun to me to not be able to be able to be a part of, uh, you know, getting to the finals. But, um, but we'll see. We'll see. We'll see what happens going forward. And I don't know. I got a lot to think about, to be honest. I got a lot to think about, to be honest. And um, just for me personally, going, going forward with the game of basketball, I got a lot to think about. Okay. I don't think LeBron James is going to retire. He's still too good of a player, and he's still close enough that the idea of another championship, I think, is a, a, a realistic one. So why? Did, why throw that out there last yeah. night? You if, know it's going to get all the attention. Of course it yep. is. He's LeBron James, and LeBron James knows it's going to get all the attention. He knows that this will be the topic of conversation, that the topic will not be – does the league run through Nikola Jokic? Are the Nuggets the team to beat? Are the Lakers close or not? It's, hey, is LeBron going to retire? When I think most of us think that's incredibly unlikely. Why last night and why drop it there? So I I got a couple kind of theories here. Only theory, by the way, can you imagine Michael Malone after the game? They're still not getting any attention because Braun drops his... Uh, There's his, 10 days until I might, the finals. I might retire. Yeah, Is that but, it? There's uh, plenty of times to get to it. By the way, that that's insane, too. We were talking about that yesterday. That's bad. That's Okay, there, I was trying no, to say this yesterday. I'm like, that's not... That's terrible. Take any momentum that you have from two teams that... Pro- if Miami closes it out tonight, which I think they're most likely going to close Saturday. it out tonight... Play Sunday. Okay, Sunday, play, play, play Sunday. That gives you five days, basically, in between... That's a little it's interesting. A, yeah, but the days are already week. set. What do you mean the days so are already what? set? Who cares? Change it. Yeah, I don't think it's it matters. Do a consolation uh, series between the Celtics and the Lakers <laughs> to see who gets third place. Probably yeah, might draw better numbers. It's World than Cup this series. It's World right, Cup right there. Right. Um, I, I think a couple things went to mind when I heard it. There was no point where I thought to myself, "Bron's gonna he's gonna retire." Mm. Like, I, I got to be honest. There's to this day, 
and last night when you heard it, there's not an ounce of me that thinks that LeBron James is going to retire. Let's do that when we come back. Kind of, I'll explain some of my reasons of why I think it's not going to happen. But I think then the bigger question becomes, is Braun doing this? What are the reasons why Braun would be doing this? We'll do all that coming up next. Stay right here. Travis and Sleeva Show, 710 ESPN.